So here's the thing, right? And I've like started to understand the world of litigation, suing, countersuing and stuff like that. And I know that people can come up with stuff off the fly just to make a quick buck. I think to, to be able to sue someone, no no lawyer is going to take on a case where you don't have like some sort of rightful. No, you know, they do. I know innocent until proven guilty, but like. No, they do. But Nils. I mean, they, she's not going to sue without any hardcore evidence, I'm sure. So she probably did happen. Nils. I'm sure she got people around. Niels, they sue for nothing. It felt like life or death in that situation. So a crowd that big, I can understand being alarming, which at first when I these told me, I was like, wait, why would they charge him? Like, you know how he didn't commit a crime, but he put people at risk. And that is very scary. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dima Podcast. It's Neela. And it is Adis. What's up, family? What's good, man? A lot. A lot. So Lizzo, Mr. Beast, and Kai Sinat. So in the influencer slash celebrity world, a lot of is going, going bad. It's turning for the worse. So <laughs> I know uh, we, we've been talking about a bunch of these like um, influencers lately, like the Anthony's of the world and Typeese Gentleman and Fusi, which just got a huge deal even after the allegations, which is that was weird beyond me, beyond yeah. me. I'm happy for him. You know, I hope he changes in, uh, you know, his life around again. This guy's not changing. <laughs> and like for this the better. Guy, we have, we had hope two episodes ago. My God, dude. At this point, I think he's just going, he's just like, this is who he is. And it honestly <laughs> banged us up because like we yeah. couldn't even post. That on, was so weird. Whatever, dude. Yeah. But basically... Let's start off with Lizzo. Lizzo is getting sued by her backup dancers for fat shaming, abuse, harsh conditions of work, and overall just being a back. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. So here's the thing, right? And I've like started to understand the world of litigation, suing, countersuing, and stuff like that. And I know that people can come up with stuff off the fly just to make a quick buck. And like What's sad is, is these lawyers are charging you so much money, right? That like, you'd rather, even if you're in the right, just settle with them because it's like, I don't want to pay lawyer fees and like court fees and just extend for months and months. And it's kind of just like hanging over your head, you know? And like, I don't know if I believe it. Do you? I mean, I, she looks kind of demanding. She looks demanding. I mean, I feel like I don't. I don't know Lizzo. I don't follow her at all. Just based off of what I've seen from TikTok, she's like influential. So I know that she makes music and all that stuff. I can see that industry getting messy around, like, you know, when it comes to shows and like backup dancers. If you think about it, bro, like, yeah, that's gonna be a very niche specific space where like you can do it just one way and the only way. So it's like get it right, you know. Um, but I could see how that can easily be escalated into a lawsuit, maybe misunderstood. Maybe she's aggressive and very demanding and direct. And a lot of people, like you have to remember in the any workspace, especially since they're technically working with her for her, um, it's you're not always going to be on the same page as others, let alone communicate, have the same style or like um, thought process. So like you come along, you she can come across maybe aggressive as what the other person may be arguing. Maybe she doesn't mean that, but you know, it can get messy. Yeah, I agree. And like, I've learned that and I have had a few bosses in my life and my work experience. Right. And like, there are some people that just suck at delegating and just like, you know, making the operations flow and being like a people person and able to like comprise a team and make sure everybody's happy. It's a hard job. Like not a lot of people have that skill. So like she 
she's a performer and also her own boss and like has her own brand. So you never know. There are a lot of people that I've heard are I've heard, you know, allegedly JLo is and some other celebrities are just like mean and rude in person, you know? I think it's this world of perfection in that space specifically that everything has to be in terms of performance perfected. So if you don't get it, you don't get it. And like I'm sure we, we've all heard behind the scenes in the movie industry and filming and acting and stuff. Like people are mean. They're rude. They are rude. And I've heard this from like several different directions. Like, you know, even like with makeup artists behind the scenes as part of the staff, like people are rude and they're, they're kind of like, um, high maintenance and, you know, I mean, they, they're the person they're in the seat. So it's like, I get it, but I don't believe in treating people like no matter what title you hold. I yeah. think it's, it's important to just like, you know, I think when you become successful and we see with people that aren't even successful and have ego and stuff, you know, in our own community and stuff. And it's like, imagine if you're a type of person that like got it out the mud and you grow to this like high place. And we've talked about on this, on this podcast, like how money changes people, accolades change people and stuff. You never know. Or it can all be because like the first thing I read on the article is Lizzo fat shamed a dancer and i'm like okay bro before people come at me bro like no but like she's no like one a fat, little bit but like no one fat shames more than people who are fat shamed themselves you, oh baby i don't yeah, know like i feel like it right like i i i no no, no that's because not you true. feel the pain bro. no like, but a lot of people and it doesn't just have to be fat shaming like you, it could be any shaming like you've any been shaming. fat shamed so you're just like and you just watch another heavier set person you're like no, that's not bro, nice. That's not that's nice. Like, does yeah, not make sense to yeah. me. But that's what I mean. But with it this could whole... be true, bro. I mean, I think to to be able to sue someone, no no lawyer is going to take on a case where you don't have like some sort of rightful. No, you know, they do. I know innocent till proven guilty, but like no, they do. But Nils. I mean, they, she's not going to sue without any hardcore evidence. I'm sure. So she probably did happen. Nils. I'm sure she got people around. Niels, they sue for nothing. They I know. know no, I know. I've seen you legal good documents lawyer? where I'm just like. You just need a good lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. You just need a lawyer because, again, you want to settle. Like, yeah. for example, Mr. Beast, right? Another topic that we're going to talk about. Like, he's getting sued by this company called Virtual Dining Concepts, right? So he released, uh, I would say, almost like a few years ago. Mm -hmm. One, two, maybe three even. It's, you know, time's flying, bro. Like, right up. But he released this thing called Mr. Beast Burger. And he released it on, like, DoorDash and all of these apps like um, Grubhub, whatever, Postmates, etc., where... He has his like food chain that's called Mr. Beast or Beast Burger or whatever, and it's being sold through ghost kitchens. And I told you in the prep, I was like, do you know what a ghost kitchen is? Because I've learned about this recently or fairly recently where you don't have a storefront, but you have a storefront that's already recognized. Let's say like, for example, Denny's, mm -hmm. right? You cut a deal with Denny's like, hey, we're going to release this burger, right? called Mr. Beast Burger and no one will know you guys are the ones cooking it in your kitchen, essentially ghost kitchen, but you're selling it under this brand name. So like Denny's has their own, it's called like Wild Burger or something Where like that. Where are they selling it though? On, on, so again. Oh, like, on like platforms. On like, Got yes. It. But on the platform. But they're not an actual store. Exactly. On the um, platform, it's not going to say Denny's. Mr. Beast or yeah. Denny's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going to say Mr. Beast Burger and so you're, you're thinking, thinking. they have their own kitchen. Exactly. Holy that's yeah. wild. So, like, I've ordered from a ghost kitchen before where I'm just like, why does this say Applebee's on top of it? Yeah. And then I realized Applebee's is making it, but they branch off and it's so smart. So it does disclose it, though? It doesn't. Like, where it's making Nah. Oh. Yeah, you might have to read the fine terms and conditions. That is wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, basically, they're suing him for $100 million and That's basically saying breach of contract. They're saying virtual dining concepts 
are suing the YouTuber and his beast investments for failing to honor his contractual obligations, as well as intentionally interfering and causing damages that exceed $100 million. So Jimmy, which is Mr. Beast, is countersuing them for basically ruining his reputation and selling inedible burgers, like inedible, edib, inedible food that basically, like when people get it, they're just like, this is a not deal. edible it's not yeah. edible yeah why is you know which yeah. essentially brings his stock kind of down too so i feel bruh yeah. and it says in the you know um in this article that he tried to renegotiate the contract with them but they're saying that it essentially was trying to serve his own monetary interests we're like that also happens you might have a contract with someone sign the dotted line and then you're just like you guys are not pulling your weight yeah. let's fix some stuff and then we can make this work. But again, when money gets involved, a lot of people are like, yeah. eh, rather not. I you know. know? It, it changes the whole situation. I'm still stuck on this ghost kitchen aspect because low-key, like, not a brilliant idea, brilliant. actually. Like, if you're advertising something under your own name and own brand, but you don't have to put the means behind a kitchen and you just pay somebody a little bit to, like, use their kitchen... You, I believe they should disclose that. Like, I should know where my food's being made, but it's not a bad idea. Not a bad it's idea. It's a good business call. Yeah, like you get a percentage or the yeah. the storefront gets a percentage yeah. of whatever you sell, and they're doing all the, the heavy yeah. lifting, you know? Which 100 mil to Mr. Beast, I'm sure. Like, he's such a happy guy that I feel like, but like clapping back, though, like to your point, you can really sue oh. for anything. Yeah. You're suing for like, this is not edible. Is this what people are saying? So you just have a cause right there. What the hell? Boom. That's wild. Yeah. And like you you see this in the space, especially when people see that you're a successful guy, you have multiple mm -hmm. companies and stuff like they will legit sue you for no reason, like $100 million, bro. Like yeah. that can actually potentially, you know, regardless of Mr. Beast being the biggest YouTuber, et cetera, that's, that's a pretty big chunk. And then he yeah. has to pay lawyer fees, litigation, bro. I've been through the whole nine, bro. Yeah. And you could be staring at a document and you're like, that never happened. I know, and isn't that wild? You're just sitting there hours talking to lawyers, spending fees, and Proving people that. are just, yeah, and people get away scot-free. That blows my mind. I, I mean, this is the name of the game, especially that's why. Speaking of getting charged. Kai's not. I know. You know what I'm saying? But that's why a lot of people, like, are more so, like, let me work for a company rather than own my own company because I'm carrying, you know, the weight it's of, like. Not, grass is not greener on the other side. Exactly. I'm running a business. Working for yourself is 20 times harder than working for someone else. Way You would think that it'd be much more. There's so much more autonomy because you're your own boss, but actually, no, you are in charge of it all. But, like, the yeah. worst case scenario that you might just get launched, you might get yeah. fired, whereas, like, worst case scenario if you're a business owner is, like. You could lose it. You could lose it. Yeah. Someone could sue you, take all of your. So many more case scenarios. Exactly. So many more. It's insane. And a lot of people don't know that. I know this huge entrepreneurial push, but yeah. like you, even if you're a YouTuber or a internet celebrity, you are an entrepreneur and you can cause a lot of trouble. Kai Sinat being another one of yeah, those guys. Yeah, that was wild. Did you see how many the people amount of people? That? I mean, I, do, I know I'm, I'm familiar with Twitchers and Twitching. Like, Twitchers? is that Twitch? Twitch. Yeah. Um, and I'm under, I'm a little familiar with like, obviously Kai Sinat, we've talked about him um, and the impact that he has with his fans, but to see that amount of people in one city on one call, mind-blowing. It's actually... I'm shocked they're suing him, but I could see why. Yeah, I mean... Not they, suing him, but charging him. They did it with Ace, uh, the Ace family when they did yeah. it in L.A. Beverly when, Hills. Yeah, when yeah. they did the whole, like, marching and walking down the street. Like, with these sort of things, like, you have to have it properly regulated because people can actually get hurt. So Kai Sinat basically had, like, a PS5 giveaway. NYC did not anticipate that hundreds of thousands because he's one of the biggest... You know, Twitch guys, Twitchers, but like Twitchers. you feel me? Like this is their new name. he's like 
huge and he didn't anticipate that many people and they all showed up and people were getting trampled people were getting like he went he like saved the kid put them put the kid on his back and was like telling people he had to get carried out of the crowd that's how bad it got so i get why nyc yeah it's dangerous and nyc has to like have you ever been in a crowd like that before i haven't i almost got trampled i almost died no i almost died yeah i actually almost died yeah it was bad i didn't get like like i was stuck I was stuck with my sister Mo at the Warriors Parade. The first 2016 is the first like the when they kind of had that like that um, parade. Yeah, but they had that streak. Remember that first year when they beat, I believe it was Cleveland. They had this huge parade for Oakland, California, and and by Lake Merritt. And there's just so many people. We were on this bridge, and basically at least about 700 people on this like bridge that you walk over a very short bridge but like imagine 700 people on this bridge half of them are coming this way the other half is going this way so we're just crammed and stuck and my sister and i i got so claustrophobic like you start like kind of like having anxiety and hyperventilating because you're just no one's moving nothing's moving luckily someone like hopped over we're over water over the lake and like started walking past on the railing to get to like another area where you can jump down which was about like two stories down bro and we did that because it was only it felt like life or death in that situation so a crowd that big i can understand being alarming which at first when i these told me i was like wait why would they charge him like you know how he didn't commit a crime but he put people at risk and that is very scary i had the same exact situation it's hilarious or not hilarious but it's crazy that you said basketball and related to a basketball parade so basically there was this afg tourney right or this muslim tourney way back in the day this is back when like Three Six Mafia was a huge thing. Oh, like no. you know those days. Like that. This was back. Oh my and I was a gosh. kid. You feel me? Three Six Mafia TV. You remember that? Yeah. So yeah. like he um or they had this like event and uh, it was at like a local high school and stuff and like my cousins were all there, Saf and all of them and I remember the exact team. So this team called the Outlaws won, right? And once they won and the the buzzer hit, the whole crowd ran onto uh, the court. And there was this guy that was like this cleanest hooper there. And I wanted to get his jersey signed. He was like tall. He was like probably like 6'8", international hooper. And I wanted to go grab his jersey because he was like doing this. He was like, like they're throwing their jerseys to the kids. And looking back, I'm like, bro, I ain't never trying to ask for no jersey from them. <laughs> so then I run out and then everybody storms on the thing. And I'm getting trampled. I'm getting kicked in the head. I'm on the ground. You like, I almost died. No. That was my first bit. and only knock on wood hopefully ever uh, near-death experience i got kicked in the head multiple times i had to go to the er randomly saf's friend like i'm underneath getting kicked and i'm like crying oh i'm like gosh. crying because i'm a kid i'm probably like nine ten years That's old very scary. and i'm getting kicked and nobody knows i'm getting trampled and bro by the grace of god i just got by my foot oh pulled, my bro and i was and i got pulled and then they pulled me out, and yeah, like, I, I almost died, bro. And they put me in the back of the car, took me to the ER, and it was just one of those experiences where, and when I saw this, and I saw the him carrying the little girl yeah. or the little kid, I was like, damn, bro, this can probably, potentially could have been way worse for him. So Yeah, it's scary because there's a lot of young boys and girls who show up, but it is really refreshing to see his crowd. Like, damn, he really sold out a city. Literally. <laughs> for free, essentially, but, like, that many people, these people are huge. Yeah, and that's one city, like that's you one said. one city, yeah. That is insane. I guess and you also, got... like, just meet me here, like, real quick, like, wild. That is... I was at the one at the when the Ace family did it. LA? Yeah, this was years ago and like I was happened to be on Rodeo that day. I didn't show up for them. I was already there. Dead but 
um, I was walking around, and I remember I was with Bra and Alex, actually, at the time. We were visiting L.A., and there was all these people behind outside the Gucci store, and we were like, eh, eh, like hella people. They had to close down the street, and they were like, who's in there? They're like, oh, the Ace family's in there. And I was like, oh, what? Like, it's wild, bro. It does get crowded. Like, I see you can't just walk around publicly like that. Yeah, and like... Especially when you tell your friends where you're going to be and where, where to meet. Like, of course, everyone's going to show up. You got to anticipate in a giveaway. Yeah. Either get lawyered oh, up. For yeah. one PlayStation? I, I don't know. I think just there was one. like multiple. I was like, wait, all the 100,000 people for one, all the award winner. Brett needs to get lawyered up. You need to go yeah. get the proper regulations before you do something like that. But a lot of shit going on in this uh, YouTuber, influencer, celebrity world. I hope everybody's yeah. solid. Yeah. I, I don't care. <laughs> you're they, all rich. They are. <laughs> Where can they find us, Niels? YouTube.com slash the Dima podcast. TDP. We out. We out.